Escaping the Looney Bin, How Entrepreneurs Can Pursue and Live Their Canadian Dream in the United States by Ovi Almasan. No one leaves home unless home is the mouth of a shark. Warson Shire. Dedication. To the love of my life, Melissa, for being the most adaptable human one could explore this world with. I can't wait to see where else the roads, the skies, and seas take us. I love you. To my parents, for sacrificing their comfort, risking their health, and jeopardizing their sanity to migrate to a foreign land and build their version of the Canadian dream. I am blessed to have been part of its creation. To my grandfathers, whom I can feel all around me, cheering me on as I pursue my version of the Canadian dream. As a general rule of biology, migratory species are less aggressive than sedentary ones. There is one obvious reason why this should be so. The migration itself, like the pilgrimage, is the hard journey, a leveler on which the fit survive and stragglers fall by the wayside. The journey thus preempts the need for hierarchies and shows of dominance. The dictators of the animal kingdom are those who live in an ambience of plenty. The anarchists, as always, are the gentlemen of the road. Bruce Chatwin. Introduction. The Canadian dream is on life support. Never in my wildest dreams or even in my most horrific nightmares did I ever conceive the idea that I should be writing this book in the world, words that follow. Our majestic and vast country and the diverse and evolved modern society that has been living and thriving within Canada's borders should be the last place on earth that someone with any level of writing and communicating ability should be creating this book about. I am beside myself with the shock that has struck me from witnessing what has happened to the Canadian social psyche since the beginning of the global pandemic. As I laid in bed last night on the 20th anniversary of my becoming a Canadian citizen, I couldn't help but go down the memory lane of my personal life as a child before immigrating to Canada. That beautiful struggle which turned into a life well lived, something all immigrants in Canada aspire to teach, inspired me to write this. Today, is September 22nd, 2021, and it will be a day forever etched in every Canadian's mind as a day when each Canuck is forced to make a decision between their personal freedom of choice and government coercion. Make no mistake about it. This is not a book intended to spread anti-Canadian government propaganda. This is not a book about conspiracy theories. It is also not a book desire, designed to stir and rile up patriotic Canadians towards unlawful protests. This is not a book about any of that. As a sidebar, I wanted to just take a moment and just kind of go off script here. I wrote this book months before uh, the the freedom protest, the, uh, the, 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 the trucking protest. Uh, convoy, the freedom convoy. And, you know, I felt like I needed to add that previous chapter where I'm talking about how this book is not designed to stir and rile up patriotic Canadians towards unlawful protests. And it was so powerful to see only a few months later that even though I hadn't put that book out and nobody really knows who I am and nobody really read this book, this is exactly what it led to the situation that Canada, the Canadian, um, society found itself in. 
So it's really interesting, and I really want you to think about that. A lot of people, including yourself listening to this, might have actually seen the pattern and were not that surprised when the convoy protests happened. This is a book about business freedom. It's a book about one man's notion of freedom, how he maximized his levels of freedom during the most challenging times for Canadians to operate a business in our country. This is a book about how a 30-something-year-old Canadian entrepreneur and his soon-to-be bride escaped the quickly tightening vice grips of a Canadian society no longer prepared to accommodate the entrepreneurial dream of most Canadian business owners. Canadian patriots come in all shapes, sizes, races, religions, and political belief systems. This is not a book where I encourage you, the reader, to go out into the streets and protest on behalf of your business. I wrote this book for current Canadian business owners, entrepreneurs, and investors who feel that they can no longer operate their businesses, their startups, or invest accordingly due to the business instability perpetuated by the divisive leaders of our country. In the chapters that follow, I will take you on a journey of my personal immigration story and of a family who rose from rags to riches only to have its home life and its business destroyed by Canadian business regulations long before the pandemic. I would not wish the things that happened and were done to my family under the boot of Canadian labor unions and the questionable labor laws on anyone. I will try not to overtly romanticize certain situations like panic attacks at the age of 25 and threatening phone calls in the middle of the night due to hostile takeover of our construction business. Still, if you remove the sensationalism factor from what you're about to hear, you will be left with facts that you may relate to on some level. Long before the current government came to the helm of Canadian leadership in November of 2015, countless Canadian business owners have undergone hostile takeovers of their companies, and you never heard about it in the media. This is something I never want you to experience as a Canadian. Still, there is no more incredible feeling than the loneliness you feel after having your livelihood ripped from you under the guise of some obscure law which was open to interpretation in the Canadian Labor Code. In a twisted way, I'm a little excited that all Canadian business owners, entrepreneurs, and investors get to see what kind of business standards the Canadian environment elicits. In other words, it's about time that the reality of anti-business culture disguising itself as a friend to Canadians is revealed. So just to go off the script a little bit here, I am not excited that business in Canada is becoming tougher for people. I'm excited that the truth is now seen by everybody rather than a handful of business owners like myself and my family who, when their businesses were ripped away from from them, everything that was happening was under the radar. Back in 2012, 2013, everybody just, everybody had these, 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 uh, rose color lenses on when it came to the Canadian life. And I really do believe, and I believed at the time that eventually, um, the cream will rise to the top and the truth will surface. And lo and behold, we're in this together today. During the global pandemic, Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs began giving away their business freedoms inch by inch until it started to culminate to today's date, September 22nd, 2021. Regardless of what date you're reading this book in the future, September 22nd, 2021 was the first of many days, I suspect, where Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs will be forced to choose between their freedom and their livelihood. 
My family business was effectively ripped away from me in June of 2012 by a local labor union. So I decided years ago that I would vote with my feet and begin the process of moving my biggest asset, my entrepreneurial brain, okay, not money, not a house, not my education, my brain, and starting anew in the freest part of the world south of the border in the United States. You could say this book and the consulting business that stemmed from it were a long time coming. Here in California, as the fall approaches, and after having only seen two days of rain in the last four months, vegetation and and trees throughout the state are primed and dry enough for the incoming Santa Ana winds to blow in and spark more fires throughout the state. It's not a matter of if it'll happen. It's only a matter of when and where. The way Canadian business owners and entrepreneurs and investors alike have been made to feel about health mandates has created a perfect condition for an economic fire to begin in Canada. And as a sidebar going off the script here, I wrote this book in September of 2021. Now we're, you know, I'm I'm doing this audio book. It's the beginning of 2023. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that there's a wildfire in the economy in Canada happening. And it's not the kind of wildfire that uh, benefits business owners. So unlike the Santa Ana winds in California, which are location random, newly imposed mandates affecting businesses and entrepreneurs in Canada are targeted. The country's leaders who pretend to have everyone's best interests at heart are perfectly set up after the recent election to destroy the economic prowess of the overall Canadian society and the respect that business owners and entrepreneurs have collectively and historically had for the Canadian business environment. There are many reasons I decided to write this book and start a business consulting company here in the United States aimed at helping my fellow Canadian business owners, entrepreneurs, investors, and move themselves, their families, and their business dreams to a much freer country. I have no interest and no desire to protest with other Canadians in the streets. However, I have observed federal and provincial authorities' demeanor, facial expressions during media blitzes, and their body language. I have deduced that they are not interested in hearing alternative solutions and do not care about what the protesting masses have to say. It does not take a highly trained micro-expression expert to understand that the people in power who appear in front of the camera often, no resistance from the protesting masses is futile. You can see it on their faces and they do not care. They're on a mission to achieve their target goals and you should be on a mission to reach yours, not resist against their plans. They will do as power-hungry people will do. So you're only palpable And sensible choice, quite frankly, is to avoid it and go somewhere else more unrestricted. I have privately told close friends of mine and family that Canada has never been and will never be a full-fledged democracy because freedom of speech is not part of the Canadian Constitution, even though they make it seem like it is. Okay, And even though I wrote this book in 2021, we're seeing what's happening with freedom of speech towards the end of 2022. So again, this book was a little bit before its time. And now, again, we're dealing with this situation over in Canada. So to the business owners and entrepreneurs who are reading this book, your only option if you want your sanity or financial resources in your business to thrive is to either move it or start a new one here in the United States under an entrepreneurship-based visa. 
You will never see me out in the streets in Canada protesting, and you will never see me speak out directly towards the Canadian government as if I expect it to change its ways. What you will see me doing is offering ideas and solutions to business owners and entrepreneurs like yourself so that you can, too, be sufficiently informed and know what you need to do to pivot away and out of the tyrannical and toxic Canadian business environment. Look, as a sidebar, eventually Canadian, uh, the Canadian business environment might improve, um, but I've seen it go downhill. Uh, sorry about that. I've seen it go downhill for over 10 years. Okay. My family was a victim of it many years ago, but one Canadian business loss did not make enough waves. Now there are countless Canadians with an entrepreneurial spirit who refuse their Canadian dream to die. This book is for those individuals, couples, and organizations. There are many legal ways to safely and ethically relocate yourself and your loved ones to the United States in search of the true American dream. This book is not about turning your back on Canada or denouncing your citizenship. Instead, this book introduces you to creative legal ways to take time out from the current Canadian business environment in following your entrepreneurial dreams where the pursuit of happiness and freedom of speech is guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution. As a sidebar, not only is it guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution, but people here in the U.S. actively fight and stand up for that. I hope I am wrong when I say this. Still, as of now, September 22nd, 2021, I envision a future for the Canadian economy that is the opposite of the roaring economy we had before the pandemic. The overpriced real estate boom is just smoke and mirrors and a big distraction from many issues that are causing the underpinnings of the overall economy to become fragile. During times like these, you as a Canadian must take back control of your business opportunities. And during these times, this means relocating south of the border, even if only temporarily and for a few years until Canada's federal and provincial government leaders Hopefully, get their priorities together in a way you could stomach them once again, if they ever do, that is. You will always be a Canadian, but when humans in Canada high in their positions of power start telling you what you can and cannot do to run your business and thrive, it's time for you to look elsewhere to live your Canadian dream. If not, it may end up on life support as mine did, and it did not come off of life support until I relocated my entrepreneurial life to the United States.